0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: I'm a big believer that when the market in Vegas doesn't make sense, it's some of the most interesting discussions because we either find out what we missed, and that's we've added something important, or we realize the market is screwy and we can make money So let's examine, in the Vegas lead, on the Colts and Wentz and how the line is moving with the news.
2: Yeah, and Carson Wentz, the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, it was announced. he looks like he is going to give it a go week one after suffering the injury and having off-season surgery to get ready for the opener. It is the Colts and the Seahawks coming up this Sunday. And right now, it looks like the Seattle Seahawks are still the favorite heading into game one.
1: Yeah, and we're seeing threes. Now, let's, let's do a little tick-tock, as they say, back in time. When this line opened and it was a nice, solid number, it was favored, the Colts, by two and a half points. So, almost three. And then, uh-oh, Carson Wentz lost a bone in his foot. Boo-hoo. Okay. Which, again, that sounds pretty severe. I'm being ironic. Yes, <laughs> it's severe if you're losing bones in your foot forever. I don't think they put those babies back. Is... The line moved, uh, let's call it Seattle three. So it went from two and a half one way to three the other. Now, if you just do a little bit of math, you can say, well, it's five and a half. Well, that's a little less than that. It's technical wide, but let's call it five. So a five-point move. Is Carson Wentz worth five to a backup? That might be a little bit much, but the backups for the Colts aren't all that good. So maybe, right? It's all relative. The old joke is how much was Joe Montana worth? It's like about a half a point. Oh, Steve Young was his backup, right? So not a big drop-off. But you can have better or, you know, obviously whenever the, there's a quarterback competition, the drop-off from the name starter is going to be modest because it was so competitive it was a competition. But with Carson Wentz, the drop-off, though he had a bad year to some very unproven backups and weren't even sure who it would be, some whatever, it seemed right. Okay. In the interim, since then, Seattle favored by three. Pretty quick when the Wentz news came out with his foot and his, the missing bone and such. Yeah, there's been Nelson out. There's uh, other concerns injury-wise for the Colts, but let's be candid; those are all little half points, maybe. All right? Oh, you know, Nelson's worth. Quentin Nelson's worth a half point, but that's that's it. Okay. The line now that Wentz is playing, it seems, is three. Meaning they literally are saying, the market, the batters, Carson Wentz is playing, we don't care. But when Carson Wentz wasn't playing, the line moved five points. So now that he's playing, wouldn't it move back? Yes. So what are the possibilities? I'm going to give two and let A.J. and Jonas give their thoughts. And then I'll tell you what's going on. No, actually, I don't know. We're straight out of Vegas. I'm confused by this one. The two possibilities that I see it is Wentz, and Jonas said it in the intro, he'll give it a go. He doesn't seem to be 100%. So they're saying a hobbled Carson Wentz is no better than the backup. Mm. Or number two, there's been a reevaluation of something about the Colts it could be multiple things: how good they are, how much Quentin Nelson matters, how good Wentz is, and all in all, they've been a drastic reevaluation of how good the Colts are. So even with Wentz healthy, the line is five points different, which would imply if if Wentz you know were out, it'd be another five. If it's about all, so I don't think that one's even really possible that it could be the whole five points. It's not moving back. It could be two of it. You know, because Lions move two points for no reason other than the betters just think the thing is mispriced. But they don't move five in the NFL. So I would say you can that second one is a partial reason. And I think the main reason that I could even see would be that they don't believe Wentz is going to be better than his backup at his current health. AJ, what do you think it is?
3: I think that you were right, it's almost impossible that it could all be just a miscalculation of what the Colts were. But I do think well, that they, it could it, be
1: Seattle being upgraded, too. It's all relative between the two teams.
3: Well, sure, you remember at Seattle early in the uh, offseason, there was thoughts that, that uh, they, they may have players who were willing to sit out yeah. uh, and, and both when, those guys get paid aren't
1: moving the number.
3: No, no. But, you know, just a continuity thing. Everybody's happy now, though, in Seattle. Maybe that's a, a – there's maybe a half-point total in that. I, I'm with you, though. There's no way that it can be all, you know, the Colts. The, the, this is all just a reevaluation because, like you said, let's say generously Carson Wentz is a four-point upgrade from from the backup Eason or Ellinger. I mean, this this line wouldn't go to, you know, seven – or, or even six, if, if they set up, Carson Wentz isn't going to play. I just can't right, picture it. So, so let's think about happening. what
1: you're saying here. If we're saying it's not a reevaluation or a Carson Wentz type, hey, he's not 100%, so let's discount him, right? Is if it's not that, you're saying, well, heck, then under that theory, if there's been a reevaluation uh, of the team itself, other than Carson Wentz, which is causing this line not to move back, then the theory is. And if Wentz didn't play, there'd be another drop-off, because we're saying it's not about him, and thus it would go to, like, like you said, from three to six, seven, eight. Obviously, it's not going to do that. So I, I stumbled on that when I was talking, and I think you're right. That really tells us this is about Wentz. Now, it could be some that people finally woke up and looked at, looked at his stats last year, how bad they were. I mean, they were in Sam Darnold territory. That's how bad. And that's bad. And it could be that or it could be the injury, you know, and that they know he doesn't play well with injury because whenever he's got a little problem, it seems like it becomes a big problem. Let's go to Jonas. So, Jonas, what do you think?
2: I think this is all about Wentz. He was terrible last year, and we've seen this happen before. Not only just the injuries, but we saw him come back too early from an injury because he wanted to rush back to get on the field to prove the doubters wrong after Nick Foles won that Super Bowl. And what ended up happening, he got hurt again, missed a a giant chunk of the season. Nick Foles had to take him on that playoff run back in 2018. This feels like this is all about Carson Wentz's injury. I think there's real skepticism how close to 100% he is, and maybe he's
1: rushing to get back. Okay, but see, here's what concerns me about, or not concerns me, here's what makes me question that is, haven't we felt like he was going to be back now for like a couple weeks? So I guess if he was so quick of pace at the beginning, where it was going to reach the, uh, the, the shortest time of that, what was it, 5 to 12 week range? Is, right. Doesn't that tell us that it's not just him being stubborn late, that he would have been ahead of the, in, in his uh, recovery even early on?
2: See, I, I wasn't as convinced that he was going to be back. It looked better and more promising over the past couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. I still was holding out some doubt as to whether or not he was going to be back. Like, that
0: you know, was, was just talk- the oh, way okay. I read it. Yeah, I, I was yeah. just saying that's the way I read it. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: T.J. Watt, the stud defender for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, He is still awaiting a contract settlement somehow with the Pittsburgh Steelers trying to get an extension done before the season kicks off this weekend. And his quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, stuck up for him, RJ, for your Steelers, saying, I think T.J. should get whatever the heck he wants. He's arguably one of the best players in football.
1: Well, I like the sentiment, Jonas, but I think that's one of the stupidest comments I've ever heard. It's like, hold on a second. Who are you going to influence here? Are you going to influence the Roonies or are you going to influence TJ Watt? So if you're Big Ben and you want Watt to sign, because let's be honest, if it's for 80 million or 77 million, who cares? No one here, anyone that says, Players got to get what he deserves, and thinking that, you know, tens of millions. I'm not saying he doesn't, he should get what he can deserve, but I don't care. I hope he signs for a few million less. You know why? Because it would replicate what Tom Brady does, even if it's not by choice, and thus there's more money to spread around. Once again, every dollar you spend with one guy is a dollar you can't spend with the other guy. So Big Ben's like, the very fact he's saying this says, one, he doesn't understand the basics of salary cap, number two, and he's taking his fair share of money. And number two, you could see that T.J. Watt maybe won't be as um, staunch about it if he didn't feel the support. But if Big Ben's giving him support, he's going to be like, yeah, you're right. I should wait for anything I want. If I say a billion, they should give it to me. (laughs) I'm not – I mean, the player empowerment stuff has gone overboard in my opinion, and I totally get that it's a reaction to how it was too against the players at various times in the past. But, man, I feel like we've swung the other way. It's time to come back. The idea that a Ben Simmons can have four years left on a deal and he's being sanctimonious that he played so bad that the ta- they want to run him out of town, and he's saying, well, I'm not going to play then. If you're mad at me for playing bad and making max, then I'm just F you. I'm done with you guys. You should be happy that you're paying me max and I'm playing like crap. That's what I expect. It doesn't make any sense. AJ, what do you think?
3: Well, remember Big Ben last year when he renegotiated, he he took less money, took an actual pay cut, spent entering some cash, this season.
1: Entering this season.
3: Yeah, he put some cash into going like he put some of his cash into twenty twenty two and really freed up about fifteen million dollars in cap space for the Steelers. So. All right, AJ,
1: let me let me wise you up on this. They okay. were gonna cut it was an ultimatum. They were gonna cut him.
3: Well, where would they be right now had they cut him? With Mason Rudolph going into the season? I'm just saying, he's got
1: some clout, too. Oh, I know he has clout. I'm saying, why you if he didn't have clout, we wouldn't be talking about it. The question is, why use it in a way that hurts your team?
3: I think he's looking at it as T.J. Watts, the future of this franchise. Mm-hmm. And he, he may be right. He's the best player on that team. Well,
1: yeah, he's one of the and, best players in the
3: league. And for Ben, who knows he's on his way out, maybe it's, that's just his way of saying, hey, this is this is the way to keep this team strong. Give this guy what
1: he needs and, and keep him around. This is what it is. He's got one year left. It's the opposite. Big Ben is selfish, he, like like most people, but he's self interested. Who isn't really right? So he cares more about TJ Watt playing now than the Rooneys paying extra money down the road, right? So he's saying, "I it's not it's effectively it's not my money, but he not playing hurts me. So give him what he wants, please." Yeah. It's like a child saying, Daddy, I want that ice cream cone. Well, they're asking $28 for it. I don't know what you're saying. Ice cream. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, I get it. Big Ben didn't have, I mean, you know, he went to Miami of Ohio, which is a, a really great school with great people, but maybe not the highest academic standard. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I went to high state, so I don't really (laughs) worry about those little schools like that. But what I'll say is Big Ben never struck me as reading many books in the offseason. In baseball, uh, there's a famous book called Ball Four, right? And Jim Bouton wrote it. Great book. It was the first book that really showed honestly what was going on in the clubhouse. And it, it talked about Mickey Mantle and doing amphetamines, the greenies, as they were called. And it was like, it blew the lid off of stuff. And I think it was published in maybe 73, 74. And, you know, when I was a kid, many years later, I heard about it, read it, loved it. Um, The idea there was that back then the players, like literally the Yankees, and we've all heard this, they were getting, uh, they had jobs in the offseason. Not Mickey Mantle, but like even a starting pitcher would be selling used cars. If you're a member of the Yankees and you're selling used cars, that's too far one way. This feels too far the other way to me. Where it, 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 I really wonder, and Jonas, we've talked about this for years now, is what is what could a player do that the public would you know almost eighty percent plus say that's wrong? I, I'm on the owner side. Like what would it have to be?
2: Yeah, I, I'm not sure, and I do feel like this is Roethlisberger trying to pat himself on the back because he made it a point to, you know, tell people when he spoke about this that one of the reasons he took less money was for guys like T.J. Watt to get paid. I mean, he 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 made that he made that very aware that you know he deserves this money, and that's part of the reason why I did what I did. So it felt like it was a roundabout way of him patting himself on the back.
1: Wait, which you know, here's what I know: just like with Aaron Rodgers. Last year, he was amazing. He was as good as anyone has ever been, probably, as a quarterback. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I can see that and say that. But what does it say about his prior three or four years or four-plus years that were not near that good? It says to me that all you got to do is motivate the guy, and you're going to see the truth. This is what people have been going gaga about with Aaron Rodgers for his whole career since he started, which is look at the talent, look at the ability, and he, he put it together. And Big Ben coming in thinner now on the TV 12 or whatever. Doesn't that make you question about the prior five years that he, he, he waddled in? And I'm telling you right now, Big Ben's the toughest player I've ever seen. As a Steelers fan, uh, Terry Bradshaw was famous for being tough. I think his name was, it might, it might have been Deacon Jones from the Browns, but some mean tackle or DN picked him up and like power drove t- Terry Bradshaw back in the day famously and Bradshaw was tough. But I've seen Big Ben take hits and come back. I've never seen another quarterback do. So I respect the heck out of that guy. And I think he's the greatest quarterback better than Bradshaw. And I grew, I was like 10 years old when Bradshaw started winning Super Bowl. So, I mean, like, I was in. I had a little 12 shirt. And I, I didn't have quite the same arm. But the, rea- <laughs> the reality, I used to try to emulate the way he threw the ball. If you look back, I'm sure you can see in the uh, uh, Google, is he used to put his hand on, or his finger on the tip of the ball. Yeah. And it was like this weird, like he used to throw the javelin <laughs> in, in, in college. And it was like, I tried to throw it like that. It looked like a punt when I would do it. <laughs> but I love Bradshaw, but Big Ben gets a ton of my respect but he's not a deep thinker, and to me, this goes against helping the team. It goes against everything, really, other than wanting to seem like a good guy because more money sounds like a good thing, and that, to me, is very shallow thinking. Any closing thoughts, uh, A.J.? I,
3: but I do. You say he's not helping the team, but he would be helping the team right now, which is what Big Ben cares about. This is his last season. He, he wants the team to win right now.
1: I, so him being motivated, Big Ben, to try to get T.J. Watt re-signed would involve not trying to give him power to hold out. It would be trying to make it where he signed. Because you know who's going to be more influential the uh, or influenceable. Who's going to be influenced, the Roonies or T.J. Watt? Because you T.J. Watt, the, more likely. Yeah, you think the Roonies are going to be like, uh-oh, Big Ben said that. We better sign him.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. We you are podcast or wherever you get your podcast
1: if you're taking winning seriously then understanding the basics of what numbers to move through or not move through with teasers is kind of a 101 level thing but you know what so is Eating a bunch of vegetables and fruit, and working out at least five days a week if you're trying to be healthy. But you know what? There's a lot of people that spend a lot of time trying to be healthy, quote unquote, try that has never done that. So I feel attacked. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're in. Yeah, and 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 that's to me the point. Anyone who's good at gambling typically, but hasn't made enough money to feel good about their life they end and i'm not saying this is you aj but they end up being so critical of every mistake even though i could listen to these people and like there's 20 things they're saying wrong but they know 10 things that are wrong about someone else is saying and they make such a big deal about it to me the thing any listener has to do is say how serious am i about winning and then put in the commensurate work to win and you know what if someone told me like jonas he's not serious he'd like to win but he wants to have fun i'm like amen Just don't – the trick is don't think you're trying to win when you're not and put real money on it. When I say real, I mean whatever it is that would hurt you if you lose is real. Speaking of the opposite of that, Jonas, let's set it up. That Tennessee game uh, is going to be my best bet.
2: Yeah, and it's this Sunday. It is a 1 Eastern time kickoff, 12 local time there in Nashville. It's the Titans hosting the Cardinals. And right now it is Tennessee, a three-point favorite on Pregame.com.
1: Okay. So – this is my Wednesday best bet, which I'll do, you know, when AJ doesn't have one. But <laughs> the, text, the text I had, was, it, I said, it's either AJ or me. And it was like, RJ, please, please, you. And then it's like, <laughs> all right. But again, I said, AJ might do college. They're like, maybe. It's only been one week. This pick's easy, so this is what I'm saying. Tennessee is the most overrated team in the NFL, I think. They've done what the public loves, but isn't what builds NFL winners. They got the aging Big name. What have they lost? Well, they've lost an offensive coordinator that some would say is the reason Tannehill turned things around. Not to mention the fact, though, the first game, this might not be a huge issue, but Derrick Henry and the accumulated fatigue. I mean, we. you might say, he's not tired at of the offseason. Well, listen, when guys finally their legs go or even drop 20%, it's not like they get a couple good nights sleep and they're back. Right. So to me, I think there's a question with Henry. There's a question with a new O.C., how they're going to do the first game. There's a question if the O.C. is nearly as good. There's a question about Jones and his integration. And as much as Arizona, there's uncertainty with them. A lot of Kyler Murray's struggles last year was he wasn't running because he hurt his shoulder about the middle six games. In the other games, he looked pretty good. And getting points home, personally, I think this is a – Uh, Really good value play, and we're fading the public's love of Julio Jones and Tennessee in general. So best bet on Arizona plus three.